All right. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back. Oops. Drop my mic there. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the LDD podcast. It's been a very busy week for both of us, especially for Dane here. Yeah, the busy week, didn't you? Yes. Very, 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 very. So many tight deadlines. Maybe I'm kind mm-hmm. of dying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> But we made it. We made it to be able to make this next episode. And she was able to actually get in a few rewatches of the two towers here and there. So, you know, shout out to my co-host over here. Watches the many times. Two towers times. to the uninitiated is not... <laughs> yep. Two towers to the uninitiated isn't an easy movie to watch. Yes. But she powered through it. So, kudos, kudos. Also, um, if you're able to uh, listen to the end of this podcast, we have uh, some news. So, you know, <laughs> uh, I'll leave that to the end. Uh, all right. So, hope everybody's well, by the way. You know, it's uh, it's an interesting time. But, you know. It's always good to keep on your toes and keep a positive spirit, right? Yes, definitely. And it's almost Christmas. Right. That's why my oh, neighbor yeah, has that a turkey. Tour. <laughs> turkey for Christmas dinner. So if you randomly hear turkey noises, it's probably my neighbor's turkey. Correct. <laughs> Actually, one. I, I actually wanted to keep to hear those turkey noises. That's that's um, that's some flavoring, if you will. <laughs> All right. So two towers. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Ah, uh, Because yay. you know, this <laughs> this relationship is two is a two way street. I watch Twilight and slowly die inside, and um, you watch um, Lord of the Rings and become enriched and enlightened <laughs> am i right am uh I right? i'm not sure about the enlightened part <laughs> all right all right so what 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 are your um what are your insights on the second installment of the trilogy well i i watched fellowship fairly recently but I don't know why I'm so confused. Am I supposed to be this confused? I mean, um, when this was released back in, what, when was it? 2003? There was like a year gap between Fellowship of the Ring and The Two Towers. 2000, and I think it's 2002, I believe. Oh my god, 2002. Oh, so yeah, there's a year gap difference between Fellowship of the Ring and The Two Towers, but... I assume you guys weren't as confused as I was, even though I just watched it. I watched the first movie like two weeks ago. Anyway, I was just so confused because the movie it doesn't have technically it doesn't have like a beginning, beginning nor an end because it's kind of like the middle ground of the first movie and the, the last movie. So. But I do like how the the two towers begins with um Gandalf fighting the dragon, which I forgot what was called. <laughs> It's more of a, I guess a, a a demon or a fiend, you know, a great um close to a dragon, but maybe a little higher on the evil scale, I would say. Okay, but, okay. Let's just call him the dragon thingy. <laughs> no, 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 no. We are cultured here. We will call him a Balrog. Okay, Balrog. Oh, there we go. I, I forgot. I forgot what it was called. I didn't yeah. take down notes. Notes. I kind of okay. dissociated. <laughs> well, anyway. That's fine. Um, That's fine. Your 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 years of consumption of Twilight has. Weakened your sense. <laughs> Weakened my brain cells. I don't have brain cells right. anymore. But yeah, anyway, no, no, to it, give it, like you had, huh? you had the long week. You had the long week. We, we won't hold that against you. Yeah, and I still have a lot of things to do. But anyway, 
I don't know why there was like so many things were going all at once in this movie. I don't know if if like the director chose this. Like for me, he could have divided it into two movies just so I won't have a hard time. But there's just there's like this giant plot. Okay, this whole okay. There's an evil ring, and Frodo has to bring it to like what was what it's called Mount Doom, and then there's like little plots every now and then like. There's this, there's this dying guy. <laughs> there's this um, dying guy to where Aragorn and the others went to, and this dude called Warmtongue. What? And there's this king who was being controlled of some sort, and apparently they're talking trees. And all right, all right, oh, all right. So many let's, things. Let's, let's address this. So the absolute visionary who directed this film, Peter Jackson. By the way, he revolutionized the way uh, film, like films of epic proportions are made. Um, or he's one of the contributors, rather. So anyways, I like to think of this the, the trilogy because, by the way, this movie was split into three, uh, to three parts. Three four-hour movies, meaning that the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy was not a trilogy. It was one gigantic story. Right? So the story was so big, they had to chop it up. Okay. And the way it's chopped up for me, I like to think of it as... if you, if you, For those of us there who have been taught to ride the bike, who had somebody to teach them how to ride the bike... There are three phases. When number one is when you know that person is holding the the I guess the, the bicycle seat for you mm-hmm. to keep you from tipping over, so that you know to guide you to help you find your balance. Right? That is Fellowship of the Ring. It's introducing all the new characters. It's setting up the stakes. It's it's the beginning. Mm-hmm. The the two towers would be. When he lets you go, he gives you that little push where you start pedaling on your own. You start finding your balance on your own without the guidance of, uh, you know, the person who's helping you. All right. And then the return of the king, the final movie is when you finally find your balance and you start traveling. You start riding your bike. I think that's the analogy here. Because there so is a lot of things. for a reason? Mm, well, The Lord of the Rings is meant to be rewatched. It's meant to be rediscovered. So you won't get absolutely everything on the first viewing, second viewing, you know? That's why for me, I, I watch the movie uh, every year. At least once. I watched all oh, three the movies. the dedication. <laughs> because... It, there's such a draw to it. There is a rewatchability to it that I, oh, I I can't help but be drawn to. There is always an inspiration to be found in Lord of the Rings for me. But yeah, honestly, watching Two Towers uh, made me. It kind of made me love the first movie more. Because in the first movie, it centered around um, Frodo's journey, which somehow made it interesting for me and made me emotionally connected to the movie. I, I think this one establishes the stakes, right? Because yeah, yeah. I think without, without, um, without, well, not establishes the stake, but it expounds on it. Because we know the world will end or the world will be under some kind of eternal subjugation if the ring is not destroyed. Yeah, it's kind of, it, it's kind of building like the hype. Like, oh, this is real. This will happen. It, it, tell, it, it tells you. It, no, like the first part is the world is in danger, right? It establishes that. The second one is, we're now we're going to show you the world. We're going to show you what's going to be lost. So... We were, you know, names like Mordor and Gondor are thrown around. Gondor is, from what I, uh, from what I know, it is like the capital city. You know, it's the big kingdom. And we are here. We are introduced to Rohan. Rohan is one of the more outlying provinces, but it is a proud kingdom of its own, and its allies 
with uh, Gondor, right? And ruling the land of Rohan is a king named Theoden, right? And then you yeah. mentioned a dying guy. The dying guy is Theodred. He is the son, the only son and only heir of King Theoden, who tragically did not know that his son had died or was dying because he was under this he was under a spell hence his really really dead appearance right you remember yeah. how yeah that, how that one i kind of understood <laughs> and that absolute tragic um line of him when he said that you know when when he was when the death of his son was brought to him I think, you know, uh, that scene always gets me as well. It's um, it's an agony that I don't know if I could bear if it ever happens to me, you know. No like parent should ever have to bury like his child. Kind of coma or not being so aware or like, I don't even know what it's called. He's like, Um, mind yeah, I think control I think that is I think that is some kind of coma I would say yeah and um yeah so we are introduced we I think this movie kind of removes the focus for a while from Frodo so that we could appreciate the other characters moving on the other end of the spectrum you know the fighting end because uh Frodo and Sam they are subterfuge they are they're, they're all about secrecy right but then mm-hmm. the trio that we've come to know and love uh, Gimli Legolas and uh, Aragorn they're the ones they're the earth shakers they're the movers of they're the ones that, that, that do big things in this story at least to to keep uh, in a sense to keep the attention off of um, Frodo and Sam You know, to keep Sauron at bay. Yeah, but so, if yeah. that was the intention of the movie, I think I kind of love the Frodo Sam Golem combination more. For me, It's it was Go- like Go- Golem, Golem. Okay, for me it was like an interesting dynamic because you know Frodo kind of keeps Go- Golem around because. They understand one another, and yeah, then Sam, on the other hand, like tries to protect Frodo every time, and doing everything he can to keep him safe. And he motivates him throughout their journey, and it just proves that yes, Sam is best boy hashtag best boy. But yeah, both of them are right. So Frodo was like, even though he can't be trusted, Gollum. Um, he's like the only way to Mordor, but Gollum, I do Golem, Golem. Okay, I do like um Frodo's line. This one I took note of because I really, this is how I saw how much compassion and kindness Frodo has when Frodo said that to go Go Golem. Like now that I see him, I do pity him be- before after almost killing Golem. So. <sighs> But yeah, Sam Bestboy. Hashtag Sam Bestboy. I think because, um, yeah, I, he understands what Gollum is going through. It's uh, it, it's like a slow, it's a slow burn. You know, you're slow, you're, you're, you're slowly becoming and being twisted into something else. I think because Frodo is of a stronger mind than Smeagol was, his I guess quote unquote transformation was a lot slower, but in theory, if uh, Frodo had the ring as long as Gollum did, he would, the same thing would probably happen to him. In theory, I guess. I think you know some other Tolkien scholar out there would be able to uh, break that down better for me. You know. Oh yeah, speaking and... of Gollum, I also love the scenes where Smeagol, Smeagol, and Gollum. Uh, quote unquote talk to each other I think that was like a nice touch to it 
shows how much evil power there is with the ring and how it can literally change you not just physically but also mentally like i remember i took note of the um, the exact line i was like planning should i say it like in golem's voice but no i don't want to because yes, i might embarrass yes, please, myself please, please do it please do it <laughs> where's me goes like Master's my friend, and then Golem is like, "You don't have any friends." Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Andy, Andy, Andy Circus needs to uh, start contacting. Yeah. Oscar, <laughs> you don't have any friends. Master's my friend. Now and never come back. And. And for me, uh, a lot of the overlooked scenes are are not really overlooked, but the scenes that are that stand out more, I guess, to people who watch this are the ones with being Aragorn and and what's uh, what's his name, Gimli and uh, and Legolas, because I think uh, in in the Fellowship there was almost like a a, a tension uh, between the the non-hobbit characters you know because Gimli and Legolas don't really like each other because dwarves and elves have some bad blood and then we have uh, uh, what's his name Boromir and and Aragorn kind of have a tension because they're both leaders in their own right they're, they're Arag- uh, Aragorn is he was born leader you know it, it's in his blood to lead and to to rally people behind him is something that he was born with it's his birthright but he rejected it but then boromir was somebody who leading was something he i guess acquired it was something that he saw as necessary to have because the one who was supposed to be a leader wasn't there namely aragorn so but then in this movie, in in the two towers, you see them really come together. You see the the, the divide between them start to crumble, and they start to move as a unit. And which ultimately the, they become they become like the driving force that 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 gives um, Frodo and Sam this boost, I guess, so to speak. The the, the What's the word? The I, I can't find the word. Then. The 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 that, that doesn't help. <laughs> uh, can't do that. It's like think of it as um, Proto and Sam's progress. Is magnified into, uh, gosh, Aragorn and Gimli's and Legolas's uh, actions. And they are the two driving forces that destroy the advance of Sauron, which almost felt unstoppable. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I just realized because from what I understood when I watched the movie, I was like, why are these things happening anyway? Happening anyway? I don't understand. I'm just so confused. And so many things are happening all at once. Why are they even showing this? I didn't get the purpose, but now that you've mentioned that, okay. Because there are a lot of things going on. and The world is at war. Yeah, so, and in a way, they're kind of like helping ease the hardships. Because yeah, let's say Sam and Frodo are actually making good ground to Mount Doom and so on and so forth. The world is still at war. People are still suffering around, and I think that movie does a good job of showing that. You know how how people in power, aka Saruman, usurp. Uh, you know, usurp usurp people uh, below them, so that they could uh, conquer lands. Like, 
for example, there's this scene where Saruman is talking to the the Westerlies, the Easterlies. I forgot the name. I forgot their name. They're they're basically pirates and marauders from different lands, and he kind of there's pirates demonized. <laughs> yeah, there are pirates. Well, they're called um, what are they called here? I forgot what they're called. There's a name. There's a name for them here. Uh, he tells them that hey, these these uh these people in Rohan, these these men of the West, these people stole your land, kill them, you know, regain your land, and that's what they do. They 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 in their mind, these marauders, these bandits, they're they think that they're taking back their own lands, but they're they're killing people. They're burning villages. They're separating mothers from children, killing fathers. And so on. So you know, it's kind of a real. There's there is always a real world aspect to these stories. It's very, uh, it's very real. Maybe maybe a little bit watered down so that it's easier to swallow. But uh, but I love yeah. this movie. Speaking of like the world's in war and something, one of my the biggest event in the movie is it's called Battle of Helm's Deep. Am I saying it right? Helm's Deep. Yep, yep. Good job. Uh, yeah, Good Helm's job. Deep. <laughs> I, I took notes, guys. I took notes. Okay, so like one thing I did notice is that the preparation for the battle is so long. <laughs> well, the movie is long, but I've noticed that the preparation for the battle is Hi Turkey. Okay, the preparation, the preparation for the battle is kind of longer than the actual battle scene, and everyone just kind of shoves it in your face that there's no hope. It's hopeless. Like I remember this kid like trying to put on armor, or was he like practicing the sword thing? And Aragorn approaches him, and then he's like, "It's hopeless," and then everyone just says, "There's no hope." And obviously, it won't be helpless because, hello, Gandalf said he'll bring troops at dawn. And of course, we know Gandalf can do magical things. Anyway, of course, it won't be, it won't be helpless. But everyone's like, yeah, here's the oh, thing, it's though. hopeless, hopeless. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Gandalf has already died. All right? So, as, as amazing as he is in his abilities, he is not infallible. He said what? that he will be here at dawn and so on and so forth. He's not invincible, Gandalf. He isn't, you know? He's died. He has died before, albeit to a giant fire demon. Yeah, but isn't the logic they, in the whole the hopeless. Rings, like, if wizards die, they become more powerful? Or did I misunderstand? <laughs> All right. I will give you that one. I don't understand that one. I, I would assume that, you know, they, they could have kept Gandalf dead. I don't know why they resurrected him. Maybe there's some symbolism there that I'm missing because, little little uh, trivia here, uh, C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien. C.S. Lewis, by the way, is the guy who wrote The Chronicles of Narnia, which is a book series that I read twice as a child. Uh, and and J.R.R. Tolkien, they were good friends. So there was a chance that they swapped ideas. Case in point, Magician's Nephew, the first entry in the Narnia book series, the children, or the kid, the main kid in that book was transported into Narnia by magical rings. Right? So, rings, Lord of the Rings, and so on. Didn't they go to Narnia to like the closet? No, that's that's Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It's the second book. The first book is The Magician's Nephew. A uh, little bit of another trivia. Do you know the old professor who owns the place, who built the... who, who owns the wardrobe? Uh, Hello? I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Anyways, people will understand what I'm talking about. So the... The owner of the house, the large manor that the four Bevensies were staying in, is actually the kid from the first book 
and that wardrobe oh. was built because the kid took an apple a magical apple from the uh, Narnia brought it to his mother so that his mother could eat it and become well from whatever illness she had he took the seeds of that uh, apple planted it and it grew to a giant apple tree storm came one day lightning struck the tree and the boy who probably was a man by now chopped up that wood and turned it into the wardrobe oh that I didn't so know. yeah it's a lot it's a very it's a lot of lore out there so but here's the thing narnia was written to kind of parallel events in the bible you know the death of aslan and his resurrection me i think and this is just my own kind of speculation here i think that the death and rebirth of uh, gandalf is also kind of mirroring what happened to aslan in a sense i think i'm not sure Okay, maybe there is some biblical reference there. Maybe I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not stating that as fact. So that's probably why. And then they just padded up, padded it up with lore, just so it makes sense within the within the within the world. Anyways, um, yeah, Helm's Deep. It was seen as hopeless because. They were the the orcs were using tactics not really seen before. Case in point, the black powder. Helm's Deep was supposed to be seen as this last resort. You know, they would only make that gigantic migration if they absolutely needed to. And by this time, all the madmen and the bandits and the marauders had already taken over a lot of that area, the Reach they call it. They had they've already taken it. Was it the Reach or the Rithermark? I'm, I'm, I think I'm mixing up Skyrim and Lord of the Rings. Anyway, I don't uh, understand what they're talking about anyway. I, or I mean, I don't remember the names of what they're talking about anyway. So. <laughs> That's because you keep watching Twilight. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyways, so. When when that wall went down, when that first initial wall went down, that was probably a huge shock for the people of Rohan. And you know, imagine that you're you're all hunched up in the very last tower. You What? will feel hopeless. Can you, you can literally feel if you're hunched up in like the the last. I guess bastion of that gigantic fortress. You're and you can literally hear your enemies breathing outside the castle doors. You will feel hopeless, right? You will feel, and I think a lot of, a reoccurring theme, of course, in Lord of the Rings, is redemption. Don't you notice that? There's a lot of redemption nope. here. Even even <laughs> nope. with Smeagol, hear me out. Even with or, or Gollum, Smeagol, whatever you want to call him, Frodo keeps him around. And number one because he needs him, but number two because he 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 still has hope for him. He still wants to believe that he could still be redeemed. He could still be turned back into um, his his old self, or at least a fraction of it. What did you What did you miss? Uh, Frodo believes in him. Oh, okay. No, Frodo believes that he could still be redeemed. He could still be um, brought back from, you know, this spindly, hunched-over creature that barely counts as humanoid. You know, and you know, Sam. Sam was just some eavesdropping gardener, but now he's become the veritable hero of the story, you know. And we can—we've already talked about Boromir, Aragorn. His arc is a redemption arc. 
Gimli and Gimli and Legolas, their arcs both together are both redemption arcs, overcoming uh, biases and prejudice, prejudices towards towards each other. Theoden, his arc is a redemption. He lost his son, his only heir, and he had neglected his kingdom. He had neglected his family, and now this is him charging forward and being victorious over so many setbacks so many failures I think that's quite relatable to be honest oh, I, I didn't know that Am Nicholas still... had purpose in this movie <laughs> I mean, oh you I... know his only purpose was to find an orc his only purpose was to find an orc shield and then surf on it while shooting arrows I think that's his purpose well, as far as I'm take, I took note of that. I was like about to say that because, like, I felt like during this movie, Legolas just looked cool, did the cool stuff, and as expected, still no character. But that one with the sliding down the stairs while shooting those arrows, damn. I I like how I like how I went on this entire tangent about the complexities. And the redemption of various different characters, and you focus and zoom in to the one, you know, run to the runt of the litter. Oh, but this guy, you know, this guy, he has no character. Everybody else has, but no, this guy. Uh. <laughs> no, I mean because I didn't really think of it that way. So it's kind of like surprised that oh, Legolas had the role in this movie. I didn't know that. I think. Uh, I think it's because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Legolas and Gimli are part of their own story in the future. Uh, after the events of Lord of the Rings, they have their... Oh, by the way, that's kind of a spoiler. Cause I'm kind of saying they survive Lord of the Rings. The events of Lord of the Rings. Ooh. They go off and have their own adventures together. They become like a legendary duo. The elf and the dwarf, you know. Oh, that's nice. Maybe it's probably because... Their arcs aren't fully completed yet. So, it will get completed in the future, so that means I'd have to remember more things in the future. It's not such a bad thing, especially when it's good storytelling. Hmm. <laughs> when speaking of hmm. the battle, hmm. speaking of the battle, I can I share something funny about the Battle of Helm's Deep. Mm. So like there's mm-hmm. this elf guy, right? <laughs> who goes like long before who goes like long before ago, elves and allegiance with men and then twenty seconds later he dies so beautifully with the slow motion <laughs> fade scenes close up and like the sad music and I was just like wait, who are you again? <laughs> you don't you know that elf guy? I don't know who that elf guy is. He just kind of popped up. And I don't understand why he had such a beautiful death scene. And I don't he, even know who he is. He showed up in um, his, his Haldir. His name is Haldir. He showed, he showed up, up in where? Um, Fellowship of the Ring. He was in Les Lorient. there? Yes, he was there. What? Yeah, see, see, this is what I'm saying. This is what I I'm don't saying. Even know you have who he is. Be you, you can't get you can't you can't get every single detail with just one or two watchings. You discover new things about it every time. It's a very dense story. Right? What's with the but so long scene? as maybe you you. He's are, a they major kind, character. are they kind of like right. prompting me he to be sad? Because I was like, okay, so I was sad. I was sad when Boromir died in the first movie, and then this guy dies in the middle of the battle, and I'm like so confused. I don't know who you are, and like, are they prompting I me think, to be sad now? I think it's supposed to, uh, maybe nail in that feeling of hopelessness. Okay. You know, because so they it, arrived, it and they were purpose. supposed. I don't know. It just felt so weird because (laughs) 
I mean, I, I, I kind it. of. I, you I felt, felt it. it. I didn't. There was an establishing scene for this. All right. When Haldir arrives at Helm's Deep, and uh, the elves acknowledge number one Legolas being the son of a king. By the way, uh, Legolas is a prince. Just yeah, so you know. I, I, I know uh, that. And so they acknowledge Legolas, and then they acknowledge Aragorn. And instead of doing the whole fist to the uh, the fist to the chest greeting that the elves do, Aragorn comes over and embraces Haldir. Mm-hmm. That would imply that Haldir and Aragorn have history. They probably went on. Uh, adventures together. Maybe they grew up together. But that was kind of implied. You know, you it's one of those things that you will notice after a few viewings of the movie. They probably had history. The way okay. they communicated in battle, the way they um, the way they talked. I mean, I sliced bread. Maybe they were gay for each other at some point. I don't know. Aragorn does have a thing for elves. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. That will make a really good fan fiction. See, see, this is this is what irks me. Such beautiful story, such beautiful writing, and the thing that you hold in on is number one, Legolas having no character, and number two, fan fiction. What? No, oh. because I I was just saying that I was so confused with this guy dying. I I, I wish I had recorded myself rewatching this again because I was like, who are you again? It's <laughs> like doing that. It's like doing that. Well, it was like sad music playing. Maybe maybe, be, maybe you should pay attention to the story instead. I of, was paying attention. You know. <laughs> Then if you if you hadn't paid it if you were paying it okay never mind I'm being I'm being mean here I'm being mean yeah, so anyways yeah that's that's how dear and if you notice <laughs> he died he died in yeah, he died. a pile of corpses of his own people yeah yeah that's probably why that's supposed to be a sad scene oh okay now I get <laughs> I and, I thought it was like. A- I thought he was like a normal elf because he here, died maybe, amongst maybe. elves, right? So I was like, why did they give this one guy? He's a high-ranking, he's a high-ranking elf, and you know maybe to fat to fuel your fan fiction um, uh, fires. He died in Aragorn's arms. So there you oh go. Oh my god, this is like the genius thing ever. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, yes, and I think the Battle of Helm's Deep, the, the the way that was filmed is it also changed the way battle scenes or siege um, siege scenes in movies are filmed. You know, from yeah, that, the, yeah, that scene was beautiful, except for, except for the that scene because I was like, so confused. But yeah, I did admire what they did and and. To to have that movie filmed back in 2002 and with that much effects, that much um, what do you call this props, stunts, it's so amazing. Yeah, like I don't know, like Peter Jackson's kind of nuts because the way like he asked for custom built chain mail, a shirt made of chain links, so that you could cover it up with plate armor. It was barely seen in the movie, but he made it a prop. You know, majority of the props there are actually usable. If you took one of the armor sets from Lord of the Rings, marched yourself to a time machine, went to the dark to uh, the time of nights, you'd probably be fine because your armor is actually functional. Ooh. Yeah, that's nice. that's and more. I really, I, really, I do admire that scene. <laughs> Even though I just can't help but remember myself saying, "Who are you again?" Oh, anyway, I should move on. That's like the first time you. Okay, I'm I'm offended now. I'm offended now. It just felt so funny. Excuse me. <laughs> Four hours of movies, and you're honing on on 
two minutes that you didn't understand. That's that, this, this is what you no, get no, with no. Twilight Trams. I, I, you know? I do. Twilight Trams. You know my other you're, you're favorite a... scene? You know my other favorite scene? <laughs> favorite scene or scene that you're gonna crap on? <laughs> no, no, That's no. That's okay. No, I ripped apart me and Moon. You know my favorite scene? <laughs> Where Sam goes like... What? Sam goes like, potatoes, boil them, mash them, put them in a stew. It's it's them in a stew. Alright. What? Get your lines right. What? What? It's stick them in a stew. Stick, okay. (laughs) Uh, I wish they made the remix using that. Anyway, that was me again. ADHD. Sorry. They did. They, pro- they probably they, did. They did. Omg, that that can be my new alarm <laughs> ringtone. Uh, yeah. A- anyway, another another scene where I was like, so for some reason I was like so immersed in this part. You know, Ao Aowen, Aowen, Aowen. 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 Okay. Aowen. <laughs> Uh, Eowyn is like sees Aragorn also Eowyn already in love what? guys what? what? hey hey what hey don't, don't, don't do that don't don't go there don't go there alright what do if you I mean? saw Viggo Martinson if I saw Viggo Martinson I will be in love no questions asked immediately right, if I saw him in real life yes don't you know what right. Elsa said in Frozen? You don't just fall in love with someone you just met. El- Elsa was also in a movie for a six-year-old, so her opinion doesn't count. Excuse me, I love Frozen. That explains how you process movies, you know. You process <sighs> them like somebody who watches Twilight and Frozen. <sighs> but... But yeah, in in all fairness, I did like Eowyn, 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 Eowyn as a character, but not as like a potential partner for Aragorn because I was rooting for, uh, what's her name? Arwen. Why do they uh, have the same name? Then, uh, I don't know, man. Is I think is this Eowyn's name... Eowyn's name is kind of more rooted in Old English and Arwen's name is rooted more in Sindarin, which is the Elvish language and Sindarin is more rooted in Finnish, actually. Mm, okay, but... So, I yeah. don't know. Going back, uh, I did I did like Eowyn as the character. That was me getting confused with how to pronounce her name. Eowyn. <laughs> I mean, she's like a strong woman. She's brave, and this one I do like. Like she believes that even though she's a woman, that she's just like as capable as man can be, which is in the Lord of the Rings terms. Men are expected to go to war and fight and work, whereas women were like expected to take care of the men and children. So go, girl. You do you, but. <laughs> don't go falling I mean, don't go not, fall in love for a man like that oh my god not uh, not necessarily actually what's interesting is the the culture and even the themes of Rohan the the people from Rohan they're kind of similar to Vikings you know and then the, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm making like a very very broad sweep here I'm not claiming to be like super historically uh, I guess what's the word I'm not I'm not a historian yeah knowledgeable thank you I'm not super knowledgeable with this type of thing but from what I know my surface level knowledge is that uh, uh, women Vikings were as capable in fighting as the men in fact they were called shield maidens because they were they were right there with the, with the men in the war you know, they were revered as warriors and they got the same treatment as warriors, I believe. I think there might be somebody who'll fact check me. 
than yeah, I, I, I heard about like the whole. I heard about like the whole woman Vikings thing, but in the movie they didn't really show that. I mean, why why make the whole like the children, the boys fight during the war when you can just like ask for volunteers from women who are good at fighting? That one I don't understand. Maybe that's how that's how I was able to like hypothesize that this is how society is in Lord of the Rings. Probably, yeah. Uh, that one is unclear. I'm not very well-versed in uh, Rohan culture. So, yeah. But here's the thing. Here's uh, like a little thing that makes up for that. In New Zealand, a lot of the stunt uh, horse riders So, meaning horse riders, you could ride the horse competently while yes, yes. holding a a pole Something. arm or a spear, right? Majority of the people who could do that, like 90% of them or something like that, were women. But then yes. they had to portray men. So, what they did was they just glued beards to some women and gave them helmets. And voila! They were... Like credits they were, to women... Yeah, the credits to the no, to the women uh, riders of New Zealand. Yes, yeah, so go Eowyn. I support you, but don't just go falling in love with guys like that quick. Oh my god. Is this is two towers with the infamous soup scene? Or am I um am I skipping? Uh, you're probably skipping. <laughs> but I do know the soup scene and I don't wanna talk about it right now because all right, all right. Uh, you win, please, please, girl. Aragorn. I mean, look. Even you can't admit that Aragorn is actually a, you know, you know Fine what I mean. He's a, yeah, he's a, I mean he is, but oh, I mean he's taken. Technically not. What? At that time, no. He's as far as What? he's concerned. You didn't catch that? Wait, I think as far that as he's like, concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I caught I caught that part, but I I, I mean, I take it in the sense like he's in love with someone else. Yeah, he was. I think that's made clear. Yeah. So go Arwen, not Eowyn. Sorry, I'm just shipping now. <laughs> went like full on shipping mode yeah alright so what else what else do we got here you have that siege scene I think uh, as, as much as I like how Two Towers has kind of changed a lot of things in movies it's also home to one of the most boring plot points of Lord of the Rings in my opinion what and which is that would be everything the, the plot point With the Excuse trees. me. Excuse me. Did you just say everything? <laughs> no. Mm. No. <clears throat> no. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, what was I saying? Trees. Yeah, with the trees. With the trees. Yes. With the ants. Finally, something we both can understand. That. That's an absolute yawn fest, and it's something that, you know, uh, like when I rewatch Lord of the Rings, I want to skip it, but then I say no. If you're going to watch the movie, film the the movie, you better appreciate all of it, even the the parts that <sighs> make that me want I to just don't, don't. make me want to eat my own toenails. I'm think I I think I was probably half asleep whenever Tree Beard will talk because he talks so slowly. But here's yeah, but here's the thing. It's clever about it. Even their boring parts are clever because that's how trees would sound if they talk. <laughs> no, that's the way he was described. See, my dog's barking. Speech. He's agreeing. He doesn't like the trees. No, he's I probably mean, I, barking at the trees, turkey. Okay. He's probably barking at the turkey. It's probably. Oh, at barking. the turkey. Yeah. Yeah, we love trees, but not. <laughs> I love trees. Okay, I I love the environment, but <laughs> the 
way they did this. I don't understand. Why are the trees talking? Why aren't the animals talking then? I will not give you a backstory for that because it's gonna make this recording. Why don't we get like talking dogs in this movie? Talking dogs, talking dogs, talking dogs. Talking animals, talking bears, talking fish. Watch Narnia. I watch Narnia. Yeah, there you go. You get trees, yes. But I do love the the last part where they just like attacked. I forgot what they went where they went. They just attacked some something and it was relevant and the the they attacked Isengard, which is one of the strongholds. You know oh, why yeah, the movie yeah. is now called? I you wanna know why the the movie is called Two Towers? Huh? Mm. The question <laughs> so you so fervently <laughs> ask me every time. All right. What does oh. Lord Sauron look like? Ah, uh, the evil dude. What does he look like? Black. He's black. No. He's wearing black. Oh, oh no, he's not okay, 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 anything. okay. Oh, okay, okay. He's like the eye. Yes. And what's the <laughs> eye on? Um, this thingy. This. Oh my God, this thingy. This thingy with like um placeholder. Literally in the title of the movie. Tower. It's on a tower. Yeah, one tower. Yes. Isengard. Yes. That's what the second tower is. That's why the movie is called The Two Towers. Because they're oh, the two okay, towers okay, okay, that okay, represent okay. all the evil in this world. It's where all the orcs come from, all the goblins come from, all the Nazgul come from. All the evil in the world comes from those two towers. Oh. You get it? Oh. Why? Why did this? Why was that so difficult to understand? Am I dumb? I'm, I'm probably dumb. No, you're not dumb. You're just a Twilight fan. You just need to get back into That's regular my personality. <laughs> no, I'm That's my personality. Danny column potato slash. No, no, no. You're a very, you're a very intelligent person. You're one of the most intelligent people I know. So don't but, don't 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 take that to heart. Uh, thank you. All right, uh, I have. I think to that's tease all you. I can say. I have to tease <laughs> you at least fifty more times in this podcast to make up for that comment. Um, yeah, but I think this movie was more of a setting up, you know, a small victory. It it showed like a small victory. That they had to make in order to get to the bigger victory, you know, mm. and established side characters that would play roles in the final battle. It's, yeah, I think to be honest, it it could be counted as the weakest of the three films because it's it's the lull, you know, it's the it's the winding up of tension until the grand finale. I would say. I guess this this is the movie that will is there to like make me appreciate the first one and the last one. Ah, that's no. wrong. It's to connect. It's to connect. Them. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, it's like the middle to connect ground. Them. Then. And it's just, yeah. It. I mean, like if you're gonna make a three-story building, you can't just go build the first floor and then straight to the third floor yeah you can't do that so it's because like the, the third stairs. floor will not exist without no it's the second floor because <laughs> you can't have a third floor without the second floor okay okay because the third floor without the second floor is the second floor yeah yeah okay so that's that is the two towers. It's it's a masterfully made movie. Is when it comes to the technical terms, story wise, a little choppy here and there, 
but it establishes a lot of good things and it's home to a lot of uh, quite a few memes for example this is where you find the you have no power here meme that's where that's that's its home i don't, I don't know yeah. that meme I'm gonna, to gonna send make me that meme. Huh? You have to send me that meme. I, I swear, when I send you that meme, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's what it is." <laughs> you know me so well. Yes, I do. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with. Cause... Yes, <sighs> me getting like distracted <laughs> by like the tiny details of the movie. Ah. <sighs> Oh, it's nah. so, so funny. Who are you again? Don't. Don't. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Alright, so... Yeah. Uh, it kind of sums up this movie in a way. And it's in our own little broken podge, podge, podcast type of way. Uh, so, what's your, what's your TLDR? So many different story strands. <laughs> it okay. So, so many different story strands within like a giant story plot thingy. It was exhausting, but now that we've talked about it, yeah, it's not so bad. I still like the first one more. I'd like to see you do that to me. Yeah, I'd like to see you make me say it's not so bad. The new moon. Well, to be Just fair, new new moon, new like moon is it. like new moon is like the worst movie out of all the movies in the series or saga. What is so it with okay. the second movie, huh? What is it with all the second movies out there? Anyway, so yeah, for me, TLDR great siege scene. Uh, great scenes with uh, Aragorn and Legolas. By the way, before I let me step out of TLDR and go uh, right back into the thick of things. Do you know that scene where Aragorn kicks that helmet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh and my that... god! You know how my toe, my toe is like hurt right now. I felt that. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. It probably you, you... bled because of that. He broke two of the bones in his toe. I can relate. He broke two toes. Two. He broke two toes in his foot. Okay, I just have and one the, toe the, the, the cry of agony that he made there was genuine. But he kind of spun it, it, it through. It hurts you know, so much. He spun it into like a, a, a grief, a cry of grief, you know, because Viggo Mortensen is an absolute chad. Anyways, uh, hashtag paper dingy stove. <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. Suddenly it's like that. Don't 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 give any context. Let's just say paper dingy stove. Yeah, paper you know, for for what every for for what anyone can know, it probably has like a an entire Lego piece lodged in the bottom of it. So yeah, pray for Danny. Pray for So yeah, let me jump back into TLDR. Yeah, great siege scene, great character scene, establishing for what's his name, uh, the, the the trio, the big big three, and foreboding for Sam and Frodo. Oh. So yeah, I said foreboding for Sam and Frodo. Oh, okay. I thought you mentioned. Oh, like we failed to mention. We failed to mention Faramir, the younger brother of Boromir. But he. I think we can talk about him more, more on the, this, the next movie, the last movie. Yeah, but speaking of uh, New Moon, I'm gonna have to go and watch, watch. Eclipse. Yes. yes! I hope. I hope that this one could wash away my memories of New Moon. <laughs> New Moon. I'm, I'm like having war flashbacks to that movie. I, I, I had to. I think I watched. I rewatched a few scenes. 
of New Moon afterward after the podcast because I wanted to find something good about it. I wanted to say, oh, oh that's, that's nice, nice, but I can't. I can't. I just can't. It's hopefully uh, in the next movie. Hopefully. Anyway, so we did mention a little something, right? Yes, 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 yes. Beginning we meant so we got a, a bit of a partnership with uh help me out here. Marketing mode with, with what? <laughs> I what? Okay, marketing mode. <clears throat> yeah, so the LDD podcast is now in partnership with Philippines very own La Sada. <laughs> oh. Okay. So So uh, what's our <clears throat> product of the day? If you look hold on, let me let me get my notes out. Notes, 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 notes. No. So if you will you know scroll down to the description or reading get through our our initial batch of uh, introductions you might you might uh, encounter a strange link and I'm, I'm actually pretty proud of this even if it's you know very small this podcast wasn't really something that we planned to uh, earn big bucks with but it's it's nice to be noticed it's nice to be considered I guess Yes. So definitely. our product on Lazada right now is Dove Shampoo Straight and Silky. Now, here's the thing. Uh, with quarantine, go- well, not with quarantine, with uh, the virus going on, you know, it's, it's always good to have an extra layer of protection. So if you run out of shampoo, you could get some shampoo. The comfort of your own home, I guess. I think I think we're all very familiar with how that works. But here's the here's the fun part. If you click our link, you could get up to a ninety percent discount or free shampoo. Shipping. So you get three bottles of Dove shampoo, straight and silky, the three hundred and forty ml version of them, for potentially a tenth of the price. So you know, if you if you fancy um. Nice hair and good smelling hair at that for potentially a tenth of the price or a, a discount of some kind. Um, feel free to click our link. Uh, we're very proud of this little achievement. We never really expected it, but hoped it would come. But yeah, here you are. You know, it's a little, little, little boost our way. If you, if you like our podcast and if you like shopping online. Yes, and so, it's yeah, kind of um, a way for us to like give back to our listeners because they don't really get anything apart from our our daily banters or stuff. So here's yes, a discount our, our, our free shipping, ninety percent. Because because our listeners don't use shampoo. Is that what you're saying? No, <laughs> you guys probably smell good, and also, um. Just putting it out there. I also use Dub, so I might use our own link for this. <clears throat> right. So I think <laughs> this is the part where you tell us where we could hear our podcast, where else our podcast can be heard. Hmm? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay. So the LME podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube. Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Apple Podcasts. Just search for DLDD Podcast, DLDD Podcast. And you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DLDD Podcast. Or you can send us an email at DLDD Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Thank and you. And it's marketing. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you. If you've reached this part of the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, this is this is a lot of fun, actually. This is a good outlet for both of us, where we get to just sit down. We get to just sit down and 
um, enjoy each other's company and you get the pleasure of uh, I guess indirectly interacting with you guys so we hope uh, you guys are enjoying as much as we are and next one I'll be uh, I'll be watching uh, Eclipse so let's see how that goes eh? and he'll be also reacting to K-pop since it's Demanded. Hey, I did not agree with this. No, it's demanded by most of our listeners. Yes, guys, because apparently Twilight stands BTS now. So it's only obligatory that we talk about BTS. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I, I heard them Certainly say yes. I have to expose you. But yeah, you can expose me to like no, metal no, no. rock bands. I don't. I don't. That's okay. I don't. I don't listen to metal rock bands, right? <laughs> I listen to indie. I don't know. I'm not sure what I listen to, to be honest. But I, I, I'll give it a shot. But I have to. I have. I have to have something in return. He agrees, guys. He agrees. That's only. That's only the thing we need. Him agreeing. Okay. Yes, that will be all this episode. Go to our link, buy love, and end up smelling really nice. And have beautiful hair. Because Dove, <laughs> I love Dove. <laughs> so I have to say, who are you again? Your neighbor loves turkey. <laughs> and yes, my neighbor loves, my neighbor has a turkey for probably for Christmas. Who are you uh, again? <laughs> I need to move on. Who are you again? Blue, 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 blue. Close up. Okay. Slow motion scene. Raining. 